You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast. Today, we are discussing the future of online business. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode, a very special episode here on the Mind Your Business Podcast. You are with my very special guest, my co-host today, Jilly Cedeno. Yay. Thanks for calling me special. Well, of course. <laughs> of course. As if they didn't know that already. In a moment, we're going to introduce you, tell you why we're here. Let me tell you what we're going to talk about today on the show. So everyone kind of knows what today is about. We just passed over 400 episodes. Dang. That's crazy. Amazing. It is amazing. I remember when you asked me to listen to episode one. Really? Yeah. As a homework assignment. One of my oh, first... Oh, when you first yeah, when I was started your assistant. working. <laughs> wow. When did we release? I think we started in 2016. That's right. Mm -hmm. Today, we're going to talk about the future of online business. We tend to talk about for years, different trends that we see, mm -hmm. things that are coming. And just before we started this batching process, we had a lot of our customers, BBD members, and, and people that follow us on Instagram ask that question. With all the things going on in the world, where do you see the future of online business, business in general, entrepreneurship, the industry that we're in, trends that are emerging, trends that are dying, all that stuff and more. And yeah, you know, I think we've done really well in terms of sensing and tuning to opportunities maybe before others see them mm -hmm. and kind of being in that right spot at the right time. And we want to assist you guys as listeners in that so that you can continue to thrive today, tomorrow, and for the next 10, 20 years until you decide to retire and live on a beach drinking margaritas. Yeah. And regardless of what's going on in the world. Regardless of what's going on in this crazy world. 2020. <laughs> 20, love it. 2020. Perfect vision, right? <laughs> so before we do that, wow, 400 episodes. It feels to me like a cap, a completion on a chapter. Mm. This podcast started because I was this guy that had made all this money in an online business that I wanted to for so long. Like I really, and when there's episodes, we can probably link them up in the show notes. Telling my journey, my story, I like to brag about how much I struggled, right? Like it was bad. It was really, really bad. Like just self-loathing and beating myself up and 14 hour days and Adderall. Oh my goodness. You know, just to try and eke by. And then I found myself in this place where, wow, you know, we were making over a million dollars a year. It was me. It was a VA, maybe an assistant for a couple hours a week. And I'm surfing half the day. And we had like a $1.2 million business. I mean, that's, that's great. I got to come back home to Laguna Beach, my dream place where I was born, have my own place there. It was amazing. And I was talking about things like YouTube. I was selling courses, $97. Like $97 course and you're making a million dollars a year. That was, that was amazing. And this was before Facebook ads. Yeah. Mind you, everyone talks about Facebook ads, but I didn't, you know, back in my day, <laughs> we didn't have those Facebook like, tell ads. Us, tell, yeah, us tell, tell us seminars. Tell us seminars. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's dating ourselves now. <laughs> I started this podcast because 
everyone was talking about marketing and business. And even in our questions that we've gotten from you guys. A lot of marketing and business. But people are operating from this context in this one question of what is the best way? What is the right way? What is the thing I should be doing that I'm not doing? And I was sensing that question back then and already noticing that was the wrong question. It's the wrong question to be. I understand why you're asking it, but it's the wrong question to be asking it. And so here I am and I'm going to all these marketing conferences and everyone's saying, this is the best thing. This is the right thing. This is the best way to launch. This is the best price point. This is the right thing to sell. This is the best platform to use. But everyone's saying it and everyone has a valid argument. So what you have is a bunch of people that were extremely overwhelmed, stretched too thin. You know, it's like trying to chase the two rabbits at Mm -hmm. the same time you end up catching none. And the scariest thing I did, and I did an episode on this, the scariest thing I'd done in business was release this podcast because it was going into an industry of strategy and business and marketing and copy and direct sales and all that type of stuff. I wanted to talk to those people and I didn't want to talk about any of that stuff. I wanted to talk about what had really made the difference for me, what really allowed to go from struggle, struggle, struggle for four years to a million plus a year. And that's what we've done for the last 400 episodes is done the best that I can to share with you the unseen. The Wedmore Woo. <laughs> that's what they've come to <laughs> call it. The Wedmore Woo. Whatever, uh, you know, I don't care what you want to call it. But I don't know, tapping into the unseen magic that like really allows you to increase performance, turn everything you touch into gold. That's made a lot of differences for a lot of people. And that's, that's really amazing. And it really feels like, wow, we've hit this milestone of 400 episodes in four years. And here's the beginning. I think it's like a new chapter to 400 more. And it's the same thing. I think we're doing the same thing. We're just going to go, we're going to go deeper with this. We're going to push the envelope a bit because people say to me, and I know they say it to you, Jilly, wow, I've seen you grow so mm-hmm. much, right? And that's the thing is I'm going to keep growing. Right. And that's not for anybody else, but for me. We're just at the beginning. <laughs> and Yeah. And I want to continue taking you on that journey, how I'm stepping into more of my personal power, letting go of more every day that no longer serves me. And we talked about the episode of letting go, right? Letting go is living in that perpetual state of letting go is the way that you can let in more in your life. And you're still trying to hold on that which no longer serves you. It's going to be a bumpy ride ahead. And so I I hope you'll come with us on a journey. 400 more episodes. Do you think we can do them all in this this little batch (laughs) session here? Let's do it. Of going deeper down the the rabbit hole of, of you, who you really are, stepping into your potential discovering more about yourself and how we get in our own ways all the time, how we can increase performance, how we can understand these invisible unseen forces and grow. Yep. Because what we're going to talk about today is why this is more important now than ever. Right now, right now. The most important time. The most. So we are in Sedona. This is my new hometown. I announced last week on the podcast. I'm moving here and... Shall I announce too? You announce it's it. It's my new hometown too. Yeah. Just down the street. Just can't quit you. I know. I know. I did not. It's just, we got to go for the record. I did not. No. And for the record, I'm not moving here for James. Right. <laughs> and for the, for, I did not ask you yeah. to. No. I did not. not say, I did not even hint at it. No. I didn't be like, maybe you should. Nope. That was all on your own accord. Yes. Well, as probably Josh. Yes. So my husband, Josh, he also works for the company. And he, since we've been coming to Sedona over the past year, has really fallen in love with just the whole town and the mountains and the red rock. And he's been on every hike basically here. He's basically a new town tour guide. So yeah. he oh, fell he's... in love with it. And, you know, seeing him so happy 
makes me so mm-hmm. happy. So, and it's great because with all the virtual stuff, it's great to have members of your team here in person with mm-hmm. you. So it's it's a blessing for me. So we're doing this batch. We're here in Sedona, and for those of you guys who don't know, Jilly, she's going to be co-hosting, co-piloting, really these episodes. I wanted to do that because number one, Jilly's been with us for a long time. Five years and some months. Five, yeah, five years, two months. Roughly. So so she she gets me a lot. You know, you listen, you've been on the podcast before and you mm-hmm. listen to the podcast. You've been involved a lot now with the work I'm doing with Don Javier. Yes. You mm-hmm. got an opportunity to meet him just the other night. Very fortunate. Yeah. What a blessing. Yeah. And so when we can turn this more into a dialogue, I think just more magic's gonna come. But for people that don't know you will you take a second and kind of introduce yourself your role and how you operate within the company that we have absolutely so like james said i'm jilly Sedeno, and i am the integrator for james's company which basically means i'm his right hand whatever he wants i make happen with the rest of the team so that's really our dynamic we're super close i started as his personal assistant mm-hmm. way back in the day over five years ago like he said i really played a role in every area of the company as we've grown. So it's really an honor to continue to be on the podcast and share kind of like my story and my take on kind of what I've learned from you. When we asked you guys to submit your questions, I know we got a lot of questions about what is an integrator? That's not our term. It comes from Gina Wickman's work with the book Traction and a few other books like Rocket Fuel. And yeah, we're going to answer those questions, I'm Mm -hmm. sure on future episodes. And how do you work with, because everyone's now, the the common phrase people say is, I want a Jilly. I need a Jilly. And I'm like, well, Jilly's taken, but you know, we can get you something close to that. And so I'm sure we'll have a future episode talking about that and whatnot. So thank you for being here. Thank you. And let's get into it. Let's do it. So today we're going to talk about what we see and sense and feel is the future of online business, business in general, really, because a lot of businesses kind of forced to go Mm -hmm. online to stay going. And we're recording this episode at the end of September of 2020. So it's been a, you know, people calling it a bumpy ride. It's just, it's a, it's a interesting part of the movie that we're, right. that we're watching. And it's also a time that I think it's really great for you guys who are listening to look back and reflect just on where we've been since, you know, Corona came to town and things started locking down, shutting down and, I remember when that started happening, we did a series of episodes back then. And that's what I was kind Mm -hmm. of like thinking about this morning before this episode and how much growth became available for people at that time, how much introspection, how much questioning people got to do, reevaluating their life, their values, their priorities, their careers. Maybe what's really holding them back. What has been holding them back. It's like, whoa, I felt like I was in a hypnotic state of life. Something that Don Javier says over and over again is that the 3D can be very seductive. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did say that the other night. And it just draws you in, right? That's why for 400 episodes, we talk about working less because I found myself in that trap where the the more you work, the more you find yourself sucked into it Mm -hmm. and trapped into it in a way. And everything's designed to have you stay in that seductive state oh, too. Yeah. You know, everyone's seen that new documentary, Social Dilemma and all that. I have words. not seen that. Oh, it's 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 it okay. scares it, me. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I want to watch it. Just the way that they trigger the dopamine hits and stuff with yeah. the swipes and the It's hearts. all it's all engineered mm-hmm. to to get you to stay hooked to stay on. Stay on, yeah. I mean, I'd have to imagine that it's like 
what tobacco companies were doing or something, right? It's like, yes. we've got to find ways to get people more hooked on the cigarettes and they're mm -hmm. finding all those ways and then the ads and stuff like that. And I'm sure social media is doing the same thing. Yes, exactly. And that's a really important thing. And that was interestingly enough that you brought that up. That came to me too, is I'm just going to say this and you do what you want with it. I think when it comes to social media, use it as a tool for your business and then get the off of it. <laughs> use it as a tool and then stay away. I don't know. That's just my, yes. my thing. Like, yeah, I, you know, I follow some people that I like to follow and stuff like that, but just be mindful, right. you know? And that is the thing is like, can you be at least present and aware of like how much it's oh, drawing you back in? Can you start to get present to like how you just grab your phone and open up an app and you're just in it and you're like, how did I get here? I did that experiment while I was watching the documentary. I had my phone next to me and I like caught myself every time mm -hmm. there was like a lull in the, in the movie. I just picked yeah. up my phone. I was like, Dang it, put it down, stop it. <laughs> yeah, it's something that we can use as a very powerful tool in our business mm -hmm. that will allow us to connect and reach with more people. But you be careful, you're using the tool, but you gotta be careful it doesn't start using you. Correct. And I imagine that's what the documentary was, was going into. Exactly. Yeah, that just, that scares me a little bit. Not scares, but like just, you gotta be mindful. You gotta protect your brain that way, you know? So- Connect to yourself instead of the internet. <sighs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Amen to that. So the internet. So yeah, it's like the trance. The trance was broken for a lot of people. It was for me in a way. I was mm -hmm. like, wow. Like I looked, we'd had all this growth and success. And, you know, we could have hit the eight figures last year, you know, these stupid numbers and, and stuff that's supposed to mean something. And we got really close to it. And it was because we decided not to and just to rest more and whatnot that we didn't, but we got really close. But we also were so busy. Very busy. Right? Mm -hmm. you 20 know? events. 20, 21 events. And it's not like busy work. And and that is, we're going to talk about a future episode because people talk about, is that a contradiction or a catch 22 when it's like do less, but at the same time, do whatever it takes. And we're going to address that in a future episode. A lot of you guys asked about that, but we were doing a lot of intentional great things. I mean, to speak at 20 events, to have a bunch of events, to help a lot of people and all that stuff. But yeah, it was, it was a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting to clear a calendar and not have those 20 events, to not have all those things and actually still be making the same amount of revenue. Correct. That's crazy, working less. And that's gonna be a leap for, of faith for people to take, you know, to trust what we're saying about how working less can help you make more. And part of that is because you're getting out of that trance, that seductiveness of the 3D, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of the work I think people are doing is just busyness. It doesn't really do anything. You might even look back at your 2019 and be like, yeah, I worked really hard. I did all these things, but did those things pay off? You know, some of them didn't and some of them didn't, right? It's like, wow, I was doing this whole thing and it didn't even pan out. Yeah. It was just, it was just maybe keeping me busy. You know, just busyness is a distraction from that, which we need to face. Yeah. If you did all the things, you know, like mediocre results on all the things. Instead right. of, it's like, what right. if you just went all in on one? And then you're trying to go fast because you're mm -hmm. so busy and then you make more mistakes and just, so anyways, I think a lot of people, myself included, woke up from this trance and got, you know, really present, present with family and life and whatnot. And at the same time, and we'll talk about this more, I think is, is yeah, we've seen so much. We've seen small businesses, you know, forced to close. We've seen so many people laid off from work you know, and all this that's that's tragic. And I want to address a little bit of that today. We've also seen online businesses Explode. thrive. 
Wow. I'm so happy for all of our clients right now. They're the ones that are taking yeah. action. They're just, they're setting themselves up for massive success. I'm, I'm making a generalization here and it's just a made up number, but it's just like what I'm experiencing is like, I would have to say 80% or more. It's, it's the majority of our clients from the inner circle, mm-hmm. our mastermind to a next level to even in BBD are having the biggest launches that they've ever had. Yep. They're making the most money that they've ever made. That's amazing. That makes me so happy. And I think there's going to be a lot more of that mm-hmm. for some, not all. And hopefully that sum is a large sum, not like a few, but for those that are kind of tuning to what we're going to be talking about today. So, and I did, I saw somebody post on Facebook like the other day, like, has anyone launched or sold anything in their online business since Corona hit? And it's like, <laughs> I hope so. I, I hope you have, because yeah, you know, Business by Design this year was the biggest launch, biggest launch we've ever had. Yeah, every other launch that we've been a part of as well, biggest launch. Biggest launch, mm-hmm. right? So interesting, and we'll probably circle back to this, if you still have been sitting on the sidelines, like what are you waiting for? So we are, and maybe you've heard this term, but we are in a time of great awakening, okay? Now, what does that mean? I think it means a lot of things. I think some people are thinking that means like conspiracy theories. <laughs> and maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but I think it's, it's far more than that. This is a time of awakening, which maybe to put into words is a shift in our consciousness, our own evolution. You know, like we are evolving. You hear people start to talk about 5D, mm-hmm. right? But in a way... And the only way that I can kind of feel into it is that we are coming into a time of more awareness. People are stepping into more of their gifts. People's gifts are amplifying in ways. There's even some study or something I read in a book talking about the placebo effect. The funny thing about the placebo effect is like, is the whole concept where like people take a sugar pill and they say, oh, this is going to cure this pain or whatever. And they're like, it did, but it was just a sugar pill, right? That's the placebo effect. No, that's the power of your brain. And in this study, they found that over the years, the placebo effect, it's amplified, it's become stronger. Like more people that took the sugar pill saw more results or bigger results, right? Or more of those people had results. And then you start to wonder like, what's going on there, right? Mm -hmm. Like people coming more into their gifts, right? And so when we talk about great awakening or an awakening, it's just in a way people are waking up just like we experienced with the quarantine mm-hmm. is people kind of came out of this, this trance and just like, whoa, 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 whoa. And so many people I've talked to, they've questioned their goals, their trajectories, their life, their careers and everything. And there's more of that coming. You got a dose of it. And it doesn't mean, oh, something bad in the world has to happen necessarily, but you know, whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen to facilitate, to be the catalyst for that. But if you had a dose of that, then now you know what I'm talking about. If you experienced back in March, April, May, kind of this, wait a second, right? Like snapped out of it. It's like, was I in a fog? Was mm-hmm. I in, what have I been, you know what? Why? Am, and you question anything that maybe is like a smidge of what we're talking about. There's going to be more of that. There's going to be a lot more of that. And not tomorrow, just tomorrow. I'm thinking years yeah, and years and years that people are waking up in so many ways. You know, wow, we could go so deep into that, but I'll just kind of let you guys with that. 
And yeah, you know, one of the things Don Javier said is, well, when the light shines, darkness must come out. And that's a very important phrase for everyone to, to chew on because I think that will give people some peace of mind in a way because there is so much going on. Everyone's making all the memes about 2020, yeah. you know, like I even saw a meme about, you know, the Mayan calendar was ended in 2012. Mm-hmm. And so there's this whole meme right now that like the Mayans made a typo and it, the, the calendar didn't end in 2012. It ended in 2021. And they just like were dyslexic or something. And it feels that way, right? Oh, what, what next in 2020? And that's a really important thing. Where is your attention in that, right? When you are where your attention is. So is when all these things happen and more is going to happen, just, you know, embrace it, right? You know, there's most likely, very likely that there's going to be round two, That's as what they they're say. preparing for us for. So. Right, right. You know, a lot of people are already talking about it. Mm-hmm. End of October. And so are you going to be in that place where you're not mentally and emotionally prepared and you're like, oh my gosh, what else? Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? This and this and this. Or... Have you changed that context where you kind of know that this is in a way divinely programmed or planned mm-hmm. that for the light to shine brighter, the darkness must come out. You know, we got to, it's like get rid of the cockroaches when the light turns on, you know, and that if you can see that and operate from that place, then you, it's like going through a tunnel and what's on the other side of that tunnel. Yeah. It's like all this has to happen in order to come out a more beautiful collective and that is what will happen Mm -hmm. in our lifetimes i believe so too and that has me really excited and so why i'm saying all of that is i think people are sensing that i think a lot of people are sensing you might ask yourself are you sensing that or feeling that or denying yourself that and so what's going to happen is people start to sense that and they don't know what they're sensing or feeling but they just feel maybe something's off or you know i'm questioning then they are going to start seeking they're going to start looking right? They might start to realize that everything that they've been doing or everything that they've been told on how to get something, how to be something is ineffective or outdated, no longer working. And I'm talking like every subject topic realm, like health and nutrition. We just did health week. Mm -hmm. Those are like our most downloaded week. And I'm like straight up, like I am not a health person, (laughs) but here's what I'm doing. And here's things. And some of these things, like the magnesium chloride, who's who's talking about that, right? But people were like, you know, jumping on that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's so good. But you just look at like outdated things. Like, again, not the nutritionist here, but like how many times have we heard people talk about how like we learned the food pyramid, right? Yes. You got to eat all your breads and your grains. But it's with like five servings of bread. Do they still teach kids <laughs> that today in school? They do. You're kidding me. Wow. So they still teach that, right? So from a young age, you're like, oh, this person's so much bigger than me, so they must know better because I can't survive without these big people in the world. And they're telling me like all that stuff. Or, you know, when I was, I, I gained a lot of weight, so I wanted to lose a lot of weight. The whole thing that I learned was the eating every like two hours, <laughs> which never worked for me, right? It was like every two hours. So I was preparing food and then I was eating it and then I had to prepare clean and then prepare again. I was like, that was my whole day. I was like, I just lived in the kitchen. <laughs> I was like, this is- I cannot imagine you doing that. And I didn't lose any weight. <laughs> it wasn't really until I went to intermittent fast. And I hadn't heard of intermittent fasting until about 2016, right yep. before my wedding. Funny story there, when I started doing that, my tailor got all pissed at me because he didn't hit my measurements. And then like, I don't know, six, seven weeks later, he comes back, here's your suit. And it didn't fit. I remember that. <laughs> I had lost 50. 
15 pounds in those six or seven weeks, something like that, a real short amount of time. And it was intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. Wow, right? I'd never heard of that. You know, so I think everything, right? Even people like when it comes to things like emotions, I think people are, even just the questions that came in from our audience, they're so aware of things that they feel and acknowledging they're like, this is not real. What is this block? What is this fear that I'm having? How do I deal with this? What is this? And they're so much more aware of it. Right. Instead of just being, you know, turning a blind eye and just ignoring it, suppressing it, they're ready to face it. People are more curious about their intuition. What is that? How do I tune into that? How do I, how do I do strengthen that, develop that muscle? We have more people questioning anything mainstream like the news. People are seen, and this is, the, you know, people say, oh, this is conspiracy theorist. No, look, the news is a business. It is. And how do they make money? They got to have eyeballs. Viewers. Just like if you were at a, a blog and you wanted to, if you had a blog and you wrote a blog every week and you're like, I want to make money with my blog, you would say, well, we got to do two things, right? We got to get you more visitors and we got to get advertisements or something, right? Yep. And are you more likely to watch the news if you're afraid or if you're feeling good and you right. know, don't need to know right. what's going on? Next up at 11, the thing that you've been eating every day that might kill you, <laughs> this you don't want to miss, you know, right? You're like, <gasps> I've got to tune in, right? But what I'm saying is like, I can remember times as a kid when we were watching like Friends with the family, you know, the TV show, right? You remember Friends? And they would have the like, this in or the, just say up at 11, you know? And my whole family would sit there and be like, we have to stay up for that. Yeah. And people today are like, oh my goodness, really? Are they really still trying to do this? That's not me saying that. That's me experiencing and witnessing people saying that, right? right? Even my dad, who's in his 80s now, has said over and over again, I mean, Born in 1939. Can you imagine, you know, going through the 40s, 50s? Like, wow. Like, he was like a teenager, like Greece. I, I mean, like, that's <laughs> all I can Greece. think of. I have no reference point other than that, right? He was a T bird. He would tell me stories about when he first used a calculator and it was bigger than the computers that we have today. Yes, my dad said the same thing because he was born in 48. So he was wow. in the Air Force and he said like the computers that they used was the size of the whole room. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Computers took up a whole room, mm -hmm. right? Different world. And my dad has said the last 10 to 15 years, he has seen more change in the world than in his entire life. That says a lot, right? And I think there's a lot more coming. And I think you're going to be mentally, emotionally, and spiritually prepared for that when you know it, when you just kind of like know that it's a good thing, that that's what's supposed to happen. This is part of this cycle, and this is the cycle that we're going through. So buckle up if you haven't already, right? Even like things like how people are questioning money, success, right, is changing so, so much. Yeah, we have more people being what you call successful, probably doing a whole episode on what you know, redefining success, but you know, people not chasing the material or the ego status and stuff, not nearly as much. Right. right? You know, just being at home, we're realizing they don't need as much stuff, mm -hmm. as much physical stuff in their life. Mm -hmm. Even just look at like jobs, how people relate to jobs, you know, like what our parents are, like get the career and the retirement, right? This is all stuff we know, but I'm pointing it out for us to look at evidence of what has already changed this old paradigm that has to fall away to allow a new one to emerge and you're either going to like fight it right resistance is futile 
and try to hold on and cling on to the old. And it's going to be really tough. It's going to be really bumpy. Or you can really embrace the new, right? So maybe this episode, people thought it was like, oh, James is going to talk about like Pinterest ads or something because <laughs> he's talking about like the future. I mean, we can talk about those things, but like, let's pull back more. Let's go deeper. Right? It's like, oh, you want to talk about six month future? No, I'm talking 20 year future, right? Let's go big picture. Look at other things like homeschooling. Mm. Oh my gosh, my sister started homeschooling her kiddos. So many people. So many. Are homeschooling now, right? Yeah, our clients that are teachers helping teachers or parents. I mean, their businesses right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. Like I'd always felt I wanted to homeschool. And Mm -hmm. if we ever have kids, like there's not even a question today. I always told James, I was like, will you homeschool my kid? (laughs) Yes, I will. I will homeschool all of your kids, guys. Because, you know, like they got to still interact and socialize and have fun. So I see there will be like homeschooling pods Mm -hmm. where the kids will be able to like hang out in a neighborhood or something. And it's, oh, here's what my sister said. I hope she'll allow me to say this. But she's like, she's like, James, this is crazy. I'm already finished with the curriculum. Wow. She was like, this was the semester curriculum and we're done. I did it in less than a month. Wow. She's like, what do they do all day? <laughs> Why does it take so long? What are they doing? She's like, and they're learning it. Like Ewan is just on fire and he's learning, he's getting, he's like on to the next thing. Boom, 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 boom. She's like, what do they do all day? Wow. I don't know. That kind of blows my mind if I think about it. That's a whole rabbit that was, hole that I That was that I could really blowing my mind. It's no judgment. I'm just sharing what she shared. It's, it's she was like. They look like they're having the best time. Yeah, too. they are. They really are. But yeah, even questioning like things that you're learning in school and kind of the importance mm-hmm. of that versus other things like, you know, your sister's raising chickens and just learning how to homestead. Yeah, exactly. People are getting interested in just like how to live off their own land or provide for themselves again. You yeah. guys not noticing, I'm asking our listeners, you guys not noticing these things? Yeah. You just think it's just random? Yeah, Chet, what have you been searching in Google trying to figure out? Right, Just right. really reflect on that. Like I'm even like just got the feeling to like, not like in a doomsday fear-based way, but just to, and I always used to like kind of tease and mock like the preppers, Mm -hmm. but it's actually like really been something I've been passionately curious about where you just start to ask like, yeah, what would happen if the grid, you know, like that, like no electricity for weeks or just the infrastructure started to crumble away. If this is what's happening in more of a, you know, energetic way, what would it look like if it's a physical way? And are you prepared? Mm -hmm. You know, we just got a solar power generator. And this is not, some people are just laughing at me, you know, like, oh my goodness, you crazy. It's it's like, maybe it's not crazy. You know, Jackery is the brand, by the way, thousand bucks, I think on Amazon for the thousand watt. This thing's amazing. It's got this like briefcase that unfolds and props up and it's a, it's a solar panel. Sounds very James Bondy. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, and you've got a solar panel that weighs like two pounds, five pounds, something like that. So then you fold it out and you plug it in and it charges this huge battery. You can plug in a refrigerator, you can plug in your laptop, like all these things. So even if you're just going to use it to go camping. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. That sounds like a very necessary glamping. Absolutely. <laughs> to have your own power that you take with you is so beautiful. I don't know. The solar power, like even just even look at electric cars and solar power and where that's come mm-hmm. and where people are half the homes out here in Sedona are all solar powered, mm-hmm. you know? So all of these things. And I like to look at these things. I like to notice these patterns. There's a lot changing. But I really feel like there is a a line that has been drawn in the sand. Like from the old way 
the way we grew up in, yeah. what our parents taught us, the, the conventional way. Right, the normal way, the you know, versus the new normal. And people are just questioning. And that's a really good thing. Mm -hmm. And as people question, they're gonna need guidance. People are seeking and they're looking. And they will need people that can guide them. And I think that's where you guys, as our listeners, come in. Absolutely. I think so many of the people that follow us that are, it's, it's not about an online course. It's not about, oh, this is a way you can, you know, like that was how, that was the, um, <laughs> the seduction that, that mm. got me and so many others in so many years ago, 14 years ago, which is this is thing that you like make it and you make money while you sleep, right? It's not about that anymore. That got people in. It got me learning a lot of things and I'm very grateful for that. But today, those that will thrive are those that are using this tool of information to usher in a new paradigm for mm. people, to teach a new way, whether it is schooling, parenting, relationships, health, health fitness, business, success, mental, emotional, mastery, spirituality, you know, your gifts, all of that. If you don't think those people aren't coming in droves. You got your head in the sand still. Mm -hmm. They're coming. We felt it already. That's what we're talking about when we say people's launches are bigger. Not just business and marketing. Yeah, not just the people that have been around for a while. It's the people, their, you know, their first launches, their second launches. Yes, and in different Small niches, list. like Amber Brzezinski. Mm, she just like it. almost three or four extra launch. What is it in? Nutrition. Yes. It's a different way of approaching nutrition, mm -hmm. weight loss, health, <sighs> right? And so that's what you want to look at. And so, of course, you're going to have people that are really in fear going like, oh, market's so saturated. Someone's already doing this. Everyone's doing this. And you can keep putting your attention there. Yeah, or even like people are out of jobs. They don't have money they right don't have, now. Oh my goodness, the amount of people, I won't share anyone publicly, but the amount of people behind the scenes during this time, behind the scenes, they weren't saying it publicly, of course, because people don't want to admit when they're petrified, mm. saying, this is it. This is the end. People don't have money anymore. Everything's going to dry up. Launches are going to die. This whole thing is gone. It's really sad. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of stuff coming out of here, but no, it's the opposite. And we've already seen the evidence of that. That's what we wanted to share today. And we're going to talk about some specific things for you to look at about the future. As people are going to be looking for true, real, authentic people that are offering guidance. That they can trust that they can trust, that they can feel. Mm -hmm. You know, you're gonna have to ask yourself, right? Are you gonna be one of those people? Well, I'll just ask it this way. What role are you gonna play during this? Right. What role have you been playing? Right. Yeah. And where will you be moving forward? That's just gonna be up to you. So if you're like, oh my gosh, James, this makes so much sense. Yes, I see that, I feel that, I sense that. Here's some what to do's, because I always say, what do I do, right? I need my 3D action, but this goes so beyond that. But here are three things that we want to point out what you should be doing. First of all, master your craft. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that you are here to do, stop your bullshit. Who am I to be doing this? And just focus on being the best at it. That's what success is, is being able to do the thing that you do that gets results for others. That's success. 
but I don't have any testimonials. I don't have any results. Stop using these lame old excuses as a reason why not to start. What is really preventing you from getting a case study, a testimonial, somebody a result? Seriously? There's no one out there on the planet that wants help. Or impacting someone's life in some sort of way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it starts with that one person. I can help this one person. I can help this next person. Everything that you're seeing today with Business by Design and the podcast started because I took on one one-on-one coaching client. That was Rick Mulready. Mm-hmm. That was 2014? 2014. Wow. Holy crap. I took him on and he gave me like the last of his money. <laughs> and I said, we're going to coach, I think it was like only four sessions, but they were like two or three hours each for like two months. He had gone from $0 in his online business for like 16 months or something or 12 months, something like that, and did 32000 I think it was. It's been a while now. It's, it's eight, six years ago. 32 something thousand dollars before we were done. Mm-hmm. And then he went on and he did six figures. And now he's, you know, one of those seven figure, not that the numbers matter, but seven figure entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Last I saw, he moved into a new home. Like, right. But the point was, was sharing that is here's this one person. I just said, all right, we're going to go all in and we're going to make something awesome happen. So what is your crap? I don't know what my thing is. I don't know my purpose. Law of Dharma. We talked about the law of Dharma many times before. The law of Dharma is a law like the law of gravity that states that everyone here, especially the people that are drawn to this, if you're drawn to this stuff, and I'm not, not me, not Jilly, but this type of stuff, you need to pay attention to that. What's drawing this to you? Why are you drawn to this? Law of Dharma is the law that you're here for a reason. And part of that reason is that you have something that is unique. We all have our own unique energetic signature, the thing that no one else can replicate. It's like a musician, right? You don't really, and maybe correct me if you have a different experience, but you don't really look at musicians in a category like whether it's country music or rock and roll and look at those musicians as competitors. No. I mean, yeah, there's definitely been people that like plagiarize music and they copy or steal and stuff like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying you don't listen to like Led Zeppelin and be like, oh, I love Led Zeppelin and then go listen to Pink Floyd and you're like, oh, I hate them. I'm only choosing one. You know what I mean? Or like Led Zeppelin's dead. (laughs) Right. It's like each have their own unique imprint, Mm -hmm. their own unique energetic fingerprint. Mm -hmm. And you have that too. Yeah, you can continue to deny that by saying, but who am I, but who am I? And then I'm just going to tell you, get out of your self-pity because the, the time for that's done. Who am I, who am I? You're waiting for someone to come by and give you a bunch of compliments. You're waiting for someone to come by and give you permission. I'm not going to do that. You can wait for that. I think you might be waiting for a long time. But law of dharma, law, that you have some uniqueness, gift, talent, perspective, message, energy, whatever. And you're either utilizing that and delivering on that, giving that away in in a way, right? And giving away doesn't necessarily mean free at all, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, we do free stuff and I do paid stuff. I make money. I ask for money and you you can't apologize for that. And you're either doing that or not. And part of Dharma is about understanding that you're here for a reason and part of that reason is the role you're gonna play to help other people, to lift people up, to guide them, to support them, to, to heal them, to help them in their own awakening. So now is the time if you have not been doing this, 
is master the thing that you do. Yeah. And I think it's really easy for your ego to flare up, especially if you're not doing something or teaching something like Facebook ads, it's not constantly changing. So you have to stay up to date and learn, you know, if you're teaching something that maybe you think that you've kind of learned everything that you need to know about it, I would say, think again, you know, just Mm -hmm. take the time to really master. Yeah, absolutely. Even people that like teach things that are kind of trendy, Mm -hmm. they're not trendy, but like a tool, like a surface level tool, like Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. They say, what if Facebook ads die? Does that mean my business dies? What if I teach Pinterest and Pinterest dies tomorrow? I teach Instagram and Instagram dies tomorrow. And I even tell people then stop. I get on the surface, you teach this thing. But that's not really why people are coming to you. And you got to start getting that. They're not coming to you because you teach Instagram. They're coming to you because they see you as a guide that's going to help them do something they've never done before. And right now, today, that might be through Instagram. But if Instagram died and then you said, you know what, I'm going to show you another way, they'd stay with you. Mm -hmm. That's why people always ask, right? Like, how did you pivot? I was a YouTube guy. And yeah, people laugh, but more came in. Mm -hmm. And so you got to understand what you're really doing. My dharma wasn't to teach video. It never was. But part of it was helping people be seen. Yeah, and you were mastering your craft. And teaching YouTube and all that Mm -hmm. stuff helped more people become seen. Today, am I not doing the same thing? Same thing. We are helping more people be seen. And the people that we're talking about are the people that are helping people. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's the same effing thing. And you got to tune into that, like who you really are and what you're really about, what you're really here to do and not lose sight of that and not get distracted by, oh, here's my competitor or here's Facebook made this announcement that this is changing. Oh my gosh, groups are going away and this is blah, blah, blah. And just being like that bag in the wind that's just reactively reacting to whatever happens. Because in all these times, like 14 years, right? I've seen, oh, Facebook page. No, now they're dead. Facebook groups. Oh, now ads worked and then they didn't and then this has happened and blah, blah, blah. The newsfeed changed. Ah. The newsfeed, the branding, it looks different. The button's over here now. And I'm not saying this to brag or anything, but I never, ever, ever once let those changes throw me off my game. They never did because they never mattered. And here we are, they don't matter. And there will be more of those. So understand what your real craft is. You know, whether that's, you want to call that your dharma, your purpose, that's fine. But understand it and master it. Here's the next thing. You know we've been talking about this one for a while. You got to, you know, and yeah, it kind of goes back to the school thing again. A lot of people kind of suck at talking. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not trying to say I'm the greatest or anything, but if you're not learning communication skills, which you don't learn, no. I didn't take a communication course in high school or grade school, like how to be an effective communicator, how to use the power of language and words to get something across to somebody else so they get it, so they change the way they look at the world, look at themselves, look at something. So it sticks and sticks so, forever. So they take action mm-hmm. on it and most people don't. And I watch so many people, they do their first webinar, they do their first ad, they do their first whatever. And it's like, you just confused the heck out of me. I have no idea what you're talking about. And this is so important. You must learn to be a better coach, a better teacher, and a better communicator. If you're not practicing that, if you're not focusing on that and you want to be a personal brand, 
Like that just doesn't work. And people keep saying, why aren't people engaging with my stuff? Because you haven't communicated effectively something that will move them, something that will change the way they see or think about something. Yeah. And you have to learn how to do that. You have to be one of those that can pierce through the noise and reach people. Yeah, and snap them out of that seductive state that they're in. Exactly. And people aren't doing that because people are in, we are in information overload. Oh my goodness. Holy moly. And then we bring in the conversation of cognitive dissonance. Wow. Right? Where people are just looking for that which they already know to confirm what they already believe, to not let anything in that threatens what they've created and built up as their reality. And what we need are reality disruptors, belief busters. We need people that are going to completely destroy people's old paradigm and structure. And you can't do that if you don't know how to string a sentence together. (laughs) And you have to be able to get in there. Almost like, I almost wanted to say like a Trojan horse. Like, it's like a mind grenade. You got to get in the brain first and then blow it up in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. Like when people talk about, whoa, mind blown. Yeah. You had to get in there first. Or it's like you were in my head. Yeah. How'd you get in there? Can you get in someone's head? Mm -hmm. You got to get in there first. So how do I do that, James? Tell me. It's like, well, I'll feed you, baby bird. (laughs) Don't worry. I got you. But. Anything, anything, just courses on communication, Mm -hmm. courses on public speaking, things like NLP. Say what you want about NLP. I'm never going to say anything is a be all, end all, whatever, but neuro-linguistic programming has helped a lot of people learn the power of words for effective therapeutic conversation. Really can, Mm -hmm. really can. If you you learn it from the right people and you really go deep on it, it can be very technical. That's what NLP started as. The first book that Bandler and Grindler wrote, The Structure of Magic, I think it came out in the 70s or something. If most people won't read it, you'll try it's a it. Lot. Yeah. You'll try. Did you ever read it? <laughs> I've read parts of it. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the worst book. So as soon as I stopped coaching, I was like, hmm. Did you read it? You read it twice. twice. <laughs> it is the worst book you will ever read. If you're looking for an enjoyable summer read by the pool, <laughs> no. oh, it, it reads, but I was an English grammar junkie. I loved structure and sentences and stuff, mm. but it reads like a 1970s English textbook right? With all these fancy words and stuff. But what they are doing is helping you to create a better structure of the English language as a tool for change. And if you get that, wow, wow. But don't read it because you want your board, right? It's it's dense and it's intense, right? But you got to start learning these things. You got to stop messing around with that. But it's like, I'm going to learn Pinterest. It's like, great, learn Pinterest. But who cares if you don't know how to get someone's attention, you don't know how to move them. It's just more things to scroll through for people. Right. These are so important, but we must be able to affect change. And we can do that a lot through talking, Mm -hmm. right? Language. What else to do? I'm probably preaching to the choir a bit here. It's always a good reminder though. Always a good reminder. We got to start talking more about having an energy conversation Mm. because it is, it's like something that exists beyond the 3D. Everyone's about action, doing physicality, but energy is like, beyond that, right? We have to start understanding energy. We have to start 
understanding things in terms of energy. And this is the Nikola Tesla quote. I mean, I love this quote, right? If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. This is why we talk about these things. Mm -hmm. When Even when I talk about law of attraction all these times and manifesting, this is really about, it's kind of to lead people in. Oh yeah, I want to manifest all these things. It's great. But what it's really leading people into is having a conversation where energy is at the forefront. When we go into a launch, when we do an episode like this, if you don't think I'm managing the energy, are you managing the energy in your launch? Feeling into things, feeling, sensing when something's off, mm -hmm. paying attention to those things. And if you have a team, are you managing your team's energy? Right, you are have you to, yeah, are you you're the conductor. Yeah, are you managing the, the way that you show up so that how your team experiences your energy? Yeah, yeah. If you're not doing this, you're still doing things the old way. Just tell me what to do. You know, it's like the, and this is not to knock on him at all, but like the Tony Robbins, like when I went 2009, UPW, it was a great event. It was all about the whole theme. The whole thing was take massive action, right? Okay, let me write that down. This is great. And there's a lot of people that aren't taking any action. So it's an important message, but this is so much more than action because we continue to work less and less, but more continues to happen. I was, uh, I tell people all the time, one of my favorite things about Sedona is that the mo one of the most productive things you can do while you're here is nothing. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> and you're gonna get in all these weird time warps. Yeah, exactly. Days go by. <laughs> Have you guys already felt a time warp at all? Like you're just like, whoa, it's, it's 11 o'clock already. Where'd the day go? I don't know, James has been talking this whole time. <laughs> Becoming more mindful, developing more awareness, and just beginning to trust Trust yourself more. See where you're giving your, away your energy throughout the day. It's like this quote from Einstein. I love this quote. And I think it sums up so much about what we're talking about. When Einstein said, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift. The rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Oh, That's changing. It's been a while since I heard that. It's yeah. so good. That's changing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, resist all you want. So knowing this, feeling this, how will you assist during these times? What role will you choose to play? And that's your choice. You know, do whatever you want, but that's your choice. But if you're waiting for permission, this is it. But it's not going to get any more than that. You know, you're not going to get the Las Vegas neon signs. Mm -mm. This is it. Now or never. So it's time to get over your shit. Mm -hmm. You know, who am I to be doing this? It's not about you. If you can help somebody else, why are you choosing to not help somebody else? The time is now to do that. Yeah. And we'll end this episode here with like my little rant that now more than ever, what I feel is that everyone should be entrepreneurial in some way. An online entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need to be a course or whatever, but everyone. Let your friends and family listen to this episode because with the amount of people that have lost their jobs, the amount of uncertainty, the amount of small businesses, and oh my goodness. Or if you are an employee, you know, find an entrepreneurial yeah. person that you're, you know, you're really passionate about their mission and helping them. Right. And they're, a, and they're a part of this. Yes. Right? And they're right. not a part of, you know, stuff that can get shut down and stuff Absolutely. Like that. And... I really do see and get how much entrepreneurship becomes the vessel for self-transformation. See it every day. 
because you you have to. You wake up to the fact that everything in your life, for most people, the environment, the beliefs, the structure, what everyone taught you does not set you up for success here, which is the only reason why this stuff is so hard because you're applying the rules of being an employee to entrepreneurship and it's completely different. And so you'll have to break that all down. You might as well start, but I believe everyone should be. Ewan, my four-year-old nephew just started his first. He didn't have a lemonade stand. He's four years old and he started selling colored water. I saw that. (laughs) I mean, if this kid can sell colored water, you can sell yours. Right. And he made like 10 bucks. I think he's selling like a dollar, just colored water. And then, and so I had uh, people I was with like buy from him and stuff like that. And then he comes and he whispers, this is so cute. He comes and he whispers to me and he's like, James, I think the colored water went bad. So I I don't think it's any good anymore. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I think they'll be okay. But yeah, entrepreneurship is this vehicle for personal transformation. If you haven't started yet, if you're like listening to all these podcasts and you're just dreaming and thinking about it, but you still haven't done anything, like maybe you're fooling yourself and you're fooling others, like pretending to stay busy, but you're not really doing anything. I'm taking this time to work on my business. (laughs) Right. And getting ready to get ready to get ready. Mm -hmm. Like who are you fooling? If you you haven't started yet, you got to ask yourself, are you ever going to start? And that's not to like shame or be upset, but sometimes you need, you need a little fire under your arse, Mm -hmm. you know? So here's that fire. So if you've gone through this whole time where all this opportunity has opened up and we're at the precipice of so much more, if not now, like, are you ever going to? Right. What are you waiting for? So that's the future that we see and that that we sense. And that's what we want to get you excited for. And everything we shared is good. Absolutely. It's good news. It's something to be excited about. Mm -hmm. And that's your choice. Are you going to see the opportunity, which where most people don't. Right. That's the thing is most people don't. And entrepreneurship is about vision, seeing what others can't, seeing the opportunity, seeing the possibility, seeing the potential, seeing the good when everyone else sees what the news and the fear tells them. Oh my gosh, this is the end of it, right? And then you see something that no one else can. That's what takes courage. And most people aren't willing to do that or live into that, step into that, Mm -hmm. operate from that. So there we go. Anything else? That's the future. That's it. Buckle up and enjoy it. Buckle up. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We are batching a ton of episodes here out in Sedona. We got a lot of really great episodes coming your way. This is just the beginning. Here's the 400 more episodes. Thank you so much. We'll see you here next time on the Mind Your Business Podcast. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.